0: Never seen a lame man walk, never heard a dumb man talk. Never seen a blind man see, I promise you a change. Is change. Never seen a canceled bed, never seen all the poor get fed. Never seen a prisoner set free, I promise you a change. Is change. a broken heart made whole, ever seen an open oh. find a oh home, ever seen the weak find the strength, I promise you it changes things, ever seen the sick get healed, ever seen a mystery revealed, ever seen the
1: death
0: made rain, I promise you it changes Hey everybody, <laughs> we're talking about my eyebrows here on the Big C Bigger T podcast. That's the way we start. It's craziness, we never know what's going to happen. Welcome to the podcast, folks. I'm Bigger T, and as usual, <laughs> always, for 52, 52 straight weeks, a man, Big C, Clint Clark. My brother,
1: how you doing? Man, I am fantastic. Just just great! It is hard to believe we've been doing this for a solid year. We had no idea what would happen when we first started. I mean, we just we it started off, you know, you know how it started off. I, me and you were talking. I was talking about, hey, I'd watched this special on on. A, it was a Showtime special where they did a documentary on the Comedy Store. And my favorite episode was the Joe Rogan episode, and they kind of talked about podcasts. And then me and you start talking about like, hey man, we I'd always I didn't had no idea. And me and you've been best friends literally since sixth grade. Yeah. Sixth grade. I mean, we are probably not since sixth grade not gone longer than a week, two without talking to each other. Yeah. Somehow, and even even if it's just a text, yeah. you know, Facebook message or whatever, maybe a Facebook poke. Are Facebook pokes even still a real thing? I don't know, but we should look them up. Yeah, but. Um, yeah so we um so we started uh... I
0: got distracted I'll finish the story we got started talking about how uh how we would great it would be to do a podcast uh, it'd be kind of fun to try to do one and we kind of talking about how what avenue that would take and here we are <coughs> we decided let's just do it let's get on zoom and and let's just record it. And uh, we we started researching how to how to get out there and and get it done. And so that's what we did. And so that's what we're doing.
1: It is not a, it is not at all the original format. I mean, because we had a format that we wanted. Yeah. And I think it lasted like three weeks, and we're like, okay. But we knew it was going to be like water. Yeah. Like water. Like the ocean. Yeah, but, but it, it, I mean, we knew we'd have ebbs and flows, and then it's kind of grown into what we have, which is, you know, it's still, at the end of the day, it's us. It, it's conversations we would be having, yeah. whether we were on this podcast or not. Yeah. Exactly. And and, that, and that's what is great. I mean, I ha- I'm having a blast doing these, so.
0: Well, with any podcast, you try to look for your niche, right? You look for what your thing is that, you know, may be different. And what our thing is, is, we've been best friends since sixth grade and we had these conversations about this stuff, whether we're doing it over zoom or whether we're doing it over the phone or through text or whatever else. Okay. Or, or sitting around breaking bread together. So hmm. we thought, Hey, and we're, thought we're somewhat entertaining. We entertain ourselves anyway. So we thought, Hey, let's try it. And now Clint, we have dozens and dozens of listeners out there some that are very dedicated and we are so excited there's just the fact that there's a few however many it is that listen to us every week just because we literally
1: thought it was going to be her mom's and sue's already said she don't listen
0: yeah All i Betty does when i send her send her a link to it i
1: I've gotten slack on doing that sometimes. But. It, it was crazy is is mom and dad don't really listen, and you you'll be hard pressed, hard pressed to find parents that supported their kids' foolishness as much as Tom and um, Sue. Yeah, yours. Yeah, I mean, sure. they they've went to so many football games to watch me stand there on the sidelines. Yeah. They. Uh, <laughs> They, they've driven they, – they put miles and miles just to support their son's foolish dream yeah. of playing college football and, you know, uh, the other silly stuff I've done. Yeah. And uh, I do remember, you know, this isn't on the list, but I do remember like our first podcast, Tom Clark, Sue Clark come over. They've been my guinea pigs on a lot of experimental meals. Yeah, yeah. A lot of experimental meals they made. I'm like, hey, I'm going to try my hand at barbecue. I'm going to try my hand at this. Y'all want to come over and eat? Yeah. Um, I said, we made Rubens and I smoked corned beef the other day, and they were over to eat Reubens, um, oh, which really? they turned out good. Um, but I remember Tom going, what do you mean I'm cheap? <laughs> I've seen that man tip $5 on a $100 uh, tab. So I'm just saying, the man is – I love him. He ain't the cheapest guy in the world, but he, he's up there. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of, course, it's of, been
0: a great year, but I want to. We need to start this one off like we do most of our episodes. Or at least we put it in there somewhere with our, you know, we, me, and you both have a love for Chris Farley, and so we've do, been doing this holy Snikes moment, right?
1: Yeah, I remember we we wanted to do this segment. We were kicking around names, and you're like, ah, we can't. And I was like, dude, this this the it's 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 easy.
0: Holy Snikes.
1: Holy shnikes!
0: This one, Clint, uh, the, fir- the first one I want to talk about is, Clint, have, have scientists been able to genetically engineer a mix between a man and a grizzly bear?
1: They have not. Um, sure. I don't know. They're I doing experiments in Area I 51. One. I don't know.
0: I think I saw one on NFL Network the other day. Oh, His you name did. is Jordan Davis. He played for Georgia Bulldogs. He's 6'6", 340 pounds. And Clint, he timed a 40-yard dash. 40-yard dash in 4.79 seconds.
1: Yeah. I'm going to tell you, that's... Insane.
0: What? What? Let Why me ask you happened.
1: Travis, at your fastest at Greenboro yeah. High School, what was the fastest 40 you ever ran?
0: Uh I ran a my last 40 on our hmm, I got up. I got to like a five eight or five six.
1: Yeah. That I think I ran my life. Now, yeah, be, well, before I was probably playing college football. We'll get to that in a second. Um, but Greenbrier High School, you you ran on concrete like asphalt pavement, and the end of it kind of dipped down a little bit. You had like a little little dip. So you t- I think I ran a five-five. It wasn't a realistic five-five. Yeah, but, um,
0: mean, mo- most of my forties were up around the six. Most right. Of them yeah. Were. I just that was a that was. 11th grade I lost a bunch of weight in 11th grade and I was working out like a beast all the time and I and I was able to do it then. That right cuz me
1: and you would get together and we would run from the field house to the almost to the high school which it was not a long, not a short little jog. But we were, we worked out quite a bit our 11th grade year. Now when I was at Arkansas Tech and I take pride in this I was the slowest football player on their team for 4 years in a row. <laughs> We have enough ex-teammates to live. I mean, Stumpy, uh, Jumbo Listen some Um, Gabe Saracel is, like, pretty much my stalker. Um, So, um, I've got no contact order. It's not a big deal. But So, I was the slowest player on their football team four years in a row. If I would have been racing a pregnant woman, I would have come in third. (laughs) Um, Still would. I stole that joke from Mark Grace, and I've been using it for years and and claiming it's my own. (laughs) But um, I mean long time. I've got a lot of mileage out of that joke. Yeah. <laughs> and I stole it from Mark Grace on the Jim Rohn show yeah. back when he was the 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 noon show in, yeah. in Little Rock. That's how long ago I, that's how long I've been using that joke. But yeah, I think I never broke a six flat in college, but it was like legit six, you know. Yeah, you run it on you run it on the football field, you're not, you know, you're in your cleats. Yeah. So but yeah, I like I never broke it. it was I never so like.
0: Famous. Runs a four, yeah. seven, eight. Now, here's the other thing, Clint. Do you remember when Arkansas played them?
1: Oh, yeah, I do. He was bad. It was
0: all over the field. Yeah. None of our guys could get away from him, right? Now we know why. Do you know that most of the people say that he was probably playing 40 pounds heavier back then than what he ran that 40 in at the combine?
1: What, and it wasn't just... To
0: wait since the end of the season.
1: Dude, have you seen... Did you see any of the other drills that he did?
0: Yeah, all all his times were like...
1: It was ridiculous. They were doing, you know, this thing where you... Tight end.
0: The tight ends are just glorified receivers now.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, it's, it's just whoa, really? That happened? Now we, I mean, got we got had another running. Another Holy snipers moment. Oh, yeah. That, uh, you wanted to share about?
1: Well, did you see Calvin Ridley today? Oh, yeah. He got suspended for the entire season for betting on football games.
0: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> now, this is one of them cases. I don't think the punishment fits the crime. Because, but but that being said, we don't know what, what he was betting on. Yeah. Because you have certain inside information that you can use to make money. He said, I bet $1,500. But that doesn't matter if you're betting on yeah. football. If you're an L football. If you're an NFL football player, you know you can't gamble on football. Yeah. Paul Horning got suspended a year for it. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's – of course, there's baseball. You got Pete Roche, Joe Jackson, you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's just insane. Um, he says it's only $1,500. But being – and we were having this discussion at work today. I'm like, being that he was an Alabama alum, he's probably got a teammate on every team. So he's probably like, he knows, like, hey, Joe Burrow's got a bum ankle. Well, you know, maybe bet the other way. So he's going to have inside information. And it's just, it's not a good look. It's something that he shouldn't have done. Um, still, just well whole year. Well, and he, was, it, and he wasn't even playing. It's not, it's one thing if, like, if he's playing, if the Falcons are playing the 49ers. And he bets on the Falcons to lose. Yeah. Then that, that's a totally different ball game. That that's inexcusable. That's but he you know, I already wasn't playing last year because he was hurt. Or no, he said he mental health.
0: Mental health. Yeah. And and here's the thing, Clint. I, I think I've rethought my stance on this. My mind has changed because I just remembered something. He was on one of my fantasy teams. Oh yeah. And I was counting on him to get me points. And then he had to take a mental health break. Now, look, mental health is a serious thing. I'm not trying to belittle it. But if if he, you know, he could still gamble, you know. I mean, come on. Nah, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. He hurt my team. So, at least I know. So, I'll know. Was it the Bono Browns
1: me. or was it somebody else? Uh, it was
0: a. It was a well, I have two Bunnell Brown teams. Okay. Anyway, all right, Clint. So that's our Holy Snikes. Now, what we want to do? Well, first of all, the the baseball team. Let's talk about them. They got their, yeah. uh, you know, they're not doing as good as we'd like to see. Their bats aren't, you know, their bats out a little better this weekend. Yeah. And the pitching's looking pretty good, Clint. Really.
1: pitching's um, looking great. real good. Um. um
0: the pitching's not looking bad at all, but offense is just not doing what we expected it to do.
1: Yeah. No, they're not. I think um, Caden Wallace, he hasn't had a, he doesn't, doesn't, and we'll talk more about him later, but he doesn't have a home run yet. Um, but no, they're pitching great. Um, now, I was watching them the other day because, uh, you know, the good, the beautiful thing about ESPN Plus, I get all the games. You know they had this this one series that thing they did in Round Rock, which they were doing uh they were doing on some kind of streaming service, and it, I heard everybody said it was terrible. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, you know they have all of them on ESPN Plus, yeah. which is part of the reason I gladly pay for ESPN Plus because I get, you know, this is my commercial for ESPN Plus. But like a couple years ago, when Arkansas lost to Western Kentucky, Western Kentucky played UCA earlier in the season. I watched the game. You know, you get to see stuff like that. So I get most of the baseball games on that. So I was watching it the other day, and there's no commercials. Hmm. Like They're sitting out there, like I'm like, "What do you guys not like making money?" Yeah. You know, you got to think. You know, like, you know, like there should be some used car lot in, in Dover or something that's like, yeah, it's well, there's commercial out, out there, pay twenty bucks, and I so will get to see. Call
0: them up and see if we about what ten bucks will get us for the big. Season. Yeah,
1: see like, what well, yeah. 10 bucks will apparently get you an entire halftime. I mean, entire <laughs> in between innings. I guarantee you, Kim Hanky would have snatched that up back in the day. <laughs> that's
0: right. Kim Hanky. Kim <laughs> Hanky Hankey Brothers Siding. Oh, that's a group from Arkansas. That's
1: a, yeah. Hey, a, hey, a, hey Hanky Brothers. Hanky family, whatever it is now.
0: Yeah.
1: We're looking for sponsors. Call you boys.
0: That's right. Yeah. Now, here's, you know, Clint. I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't remember. Did the Hawks basketball
1: team play this weekend? Was there a game? No.
0: Nope,
1: they were wrong. Nope, game. no game. Okay, no game. Despite what Scott Lawson messaged me, there was no basketball game. We didn't <laughs> lose to tennis. Yeah. No, they did. They did play. And I want to tell you, the one thing I will say about this, it, it, it was what it was. It was a game Arkansas really didn't need. Well, I mean, it mattered for seedings because I thought we've got a tough road to hoe in the SEC tournament. Because yeah. if everything goes chalk, if you look at it, you got LSU, and you win that one, then you got Auburn. So that that's two. That's two tough games. I I think, barring a major run in the in the SEC tournament, I think we're looking at a four seed, yeah. maybe a five seed, and the difference between that, who cares? Yeah. So I, I don't think, yeah. but. But it was nice. They, they fought their butts off. They came back and got within, you know, actually it was a couple bad plays away. If a good pass to Devo, it would have been tied. Well, and
0: I think, too, I didn't get to watch it. I was um, moving again, which is why I'm in my church office. I don't – my internet is not hooked up to a new place. Yes, I moved just a few months ago, but now I am actually in the town where I pastor at, which is great. Um. But I think we saw what happens when without Tony, uh, you know, he having not having him hurt us, you know, his defensive prowess mm-hmm. and, and his ability, and just a bad shooting night for a lot of guys. So, um,
1: but Tennessee gets a lot of credit for that. Tennessee played, played really well. Now, I mean, question I think,
0: is, Clint, um, does that loss end up maybe? Helping us refocus. I
1: start. think so. You don't want to come in, you know, on a smooth ride. I, I don't think you want to hit some adversity. And I think uh, – and now give Tennessee's crowd a tip of the cap because they, they were up for us. Yeah. That they, they were like, okay, you're going to get loud on us. We're going to get loud on you. And that's what college sports is all about. Yeah. And that that was a good environment. Um, so. I think it'll help us in the long run just because, you know, okay, we got humbled.
0: Yeah, but, you know, I, get, I see that. You know, I, I think, you know, that's that's what you want to say as a coach, right? You know, you want to you want to say, hey, boys, we're going to learn from this. We're going to grow from it. We're going to be a better team. But you kind of count on an SEC tournament loss to do that for you. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of times. You know what I mean? Now, now, when you have the buys that we do, you know, the first couple-round buys, um, you don't count on that as much, um, you know. You hope you make it to the. I'd like to see them make it to the finals of the SEC tournament, but we'll we'll see what happens. Um. Well, Clinton, it's been a year, man.
1: Holy shnackies, What a year! I mean, it has been a fun year. It's been, it's been fun to cover everything. It's been, you know, we've had our, we've had our, ha ha, you know, me talking about Willy Wonka and my disdain for Grandpa Joe. Um, which I still have a severe disdain. That's right. Paul Joe. But but yeah, man, but it has been just an incredible year.
0: Well, you know, we started out last year and we got to <laughs> talk about the Hogs Elite Eight run, which was magical.
1: <laughs> it was. Because how long had it been since we had been to the Sweet 16? I mean, it, it had been a long, long time. It was like you know, Arkansas's got such a rich tradition in basketball, and it's crazy to think, you know, that that it had been that long since we had made a run that far. Especially
0: um, after that COVID year that had gotten shut down,
1: and right? All that, now, no, I was also talking about that year today. That team that had Isaiah Joe, yeah. had Mason Jones. Could you imagine that team? Like This team, it was one move, one decision away from being a Final Four caliber team. Yeah. If Daniel Gafford would have came back. Yeah. And they would have had it because they didn't have a big. No, not at all. And, you know, and obviously you don't – and obviously I don't know if Gafford knew they were going to fire Mike Anderson or not. Um, But obviously it made. It, it made a huge difference, but you you have my you have uh, Gafford on that team. Wow, that would have been a tough, tough ball team. Especially, well,
0: I'm kind of being... skipping around here, but also, you know, just just last week, you know, we had, we had that interview with uh, Dream Danny Dream, and you know, we talked a little bit about Thug Nasty, and then what what did he do this weekend, Clint?
1: Completely dominated. Complete Edson Barboza is a legend. I mean, there's no there's no way around it. Um, it, um you know, and I did, I know you probably you didn't watch the fight because you were moving yeah. and you're not a big MMA fan, but Bryce's stand-up looked great. You know, he he knocked him down with a with a solid punch. Mm-hmm. Um his wrestling looked great as always. Um, just completely dominated the fight. When you have – when you can have a judge score one of the one, – one of the judges scored at 30-25, oh, wow. which to get a 10-8 round, you have to completely dominate somebody. So two judges gave him one 10-8 round, and one of them gave him two 10-8 rounds against, you know, like a legend in the sport, the guy's fault Khabib. You know, he, he fought. Legendary names, and for Bryce to get one judge to score at 30-25 yeah. another one scored thirty twenty six is 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 awesome. So, I mean, it just. And
0: another way we see that it was an impressive win, and we see that the powers that be saw that it was an impressive win, is Bryce gets up, and afterwards he he you know tells Joe Rogan that he's going to give half of his purse to sick kids in Arkansas to help kids with medical issues. You know, which, you know, ninety thousand dollars I guess is what his side was gonna be. So he said he'd forty five thousand dollars. And then Dana White comes out and says, Hey Bryce, save that for the camo shorts, buddy. I'll take care of the forty five thousand for you. Yeah. Now Dana White doesn't do that. If I mean, even though Dana White's got it, you know, and he right. he can drop that out of his wallet. And cost him more to stop and pick it up than it does for, you know. Right. But yeah. still, he doesn't do that if he's not taking care of a guy he, he feels like.
1: No, to- and they see money in Bryce. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's the long and short of it. Bryce is a, a personal guy. He's a marketable guy. Bryce is Bryce. You know that 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 guy you saw in the post fight interview and all that, even some of the crazy stuff Bryce spouts out, yeah. that's Bryce. Bryce believes it, and Bryce and Bryce, Bryce. You, I don't know. There's a link that i show you. This is like Bryce leading up to camp that got released. After. Bryce lives in like a field in Searcy in a camper. And he took one of his fight of the night bonus and basically built a like a roof, like a shed to go over his camper. Yeah. yeah. That's where Bryce lives. Yeah. Bryce is a I mean, and he legit just lived there. And he I think he goes to Harding part-time, drives to Little Rock. Yeah. I mean, he's he's always he's always training, always going, but yeah. he doesn't need a lot. And Bryce is a minimalist, and he part of the reason he chooses, you know, he keeps his living, his cost a living cheap. I'll tell you, I guess I'm about the cheapest guy there is in the world. Now, if I can reuse it, I reuse it. Watching him walk around the farm reminded me growing up in my pawpaw. <laughs> You've got chickens and cows, everything out there.
0: Well, good for him. Good for Arkansas, boy. Well, Clint, you know, this year, um, we, we've had lots of things happen, you know, um, you know we got our our other one of our other best friends Bobby B Robert you and him gotten in a few fights and gotten over it. but that's been happening since junior
1: high <laughs> that's been happening way before junior high yeah, yeah. um cuz <laughs> cuz you may be my best friend but Robert may honestly be my oldest friend me and Robert we were, we played buddy league baseball together yeah, yeah um you know Robert was the first baseman I was the backup center fielder um I started off as a starting center fielder, and then you know I wasn't very good uh,
0: Well you know, me and Robert wasn't real close before I moved to Greenboro, but his my next door neighbor in Clinton was his cousins, and he would come up and stay with them some in the summertime and so since we were the same age, and I followed his his older cousins were like teenagers when I was like five six years old man. or whatever, and I followed them around like a puppy dog I mean, they're the ones that they're the ones that started me watching wrestling. That's where I played my first Atari. I mean, that's, you know, I learned how to fish from them. I
1: mean, yeah.
0: Everything. And so, um, I was at their house all the time. And so, I spent a lot of time with Robert in those summer times when he'd come up or he'd come up for family deals. And so, me and him hung out. But, and so, I knew him you know, already when I got to Greenbrier. But, I mean, it wasn't like we were – you know, best friends or anything like that. We didn't see each other other than just when he was up there. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, it's, and that's the cool that's, that's the cool thing about being friends though, and, and being friends as long as we have is you are kind of like brothers. You know, sometimes brothers fight and you just get over it and you and you go
1: on. And you've gone yeah, to- we've been, we we haven't had anything we can't hash out. I mean, we me and him, <clears throat> when me and been- him sit outside before my super fight and talk for a good thirty minutes because we'd been arguing the week before. We, and we
0: got as much history as we do, no, we know each other's dumb stuff we've all done, then you know, it's just you just you remember, hey, let's get over it, yeah. And, and so, anyway, but that's that's been uh added some excitement and some stress at times,
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, my bad, big T.
0: Now, Arkansas football, we saw some good things, you know, we, we go from
1: Two to ten, to three to seven, and nine and four. Went two ten, two ten, three seven. Now that three seven's deceptive. It It really is. uh, Because of the COVID year, that was an all SEC schedule, and so you were going to Notre Dame. You were going to Notre Dame. You had three rental wins. You know, you had three rental, and they were legit rental wins. So you would have won that, but you would have beat Tennessee and the Mississippi. Well, those,
0: were, those were our, who was it that was our, was it Ole Miss, the first win in that?
1: Mississippi State at Mississippi State.
0: Okay. That was our first SEC win in a while.
1: Like two and a half years. Yeah. I think since Burt won at Ole Miss. Yeah. So we had it, we hadn't had a coach win an SEC game since. Brett Belima. Um lost to football juggernauts Western Kentucky, San Jose State. Um, I mean, just we we were the bottom of the barrel in in football, and then the next year, you, you know, you watch that Georgia game, and and Georgia, it got away from the second half. Pittman's first year, and we're going that we going go halftime up, and we, they pulled their starting quarterback, and you're just like. And you're you're like, you could you could tell from the beginning it was going to be different. Yeah. You could tell, and then you then you beat Mississippi State, and then you come home, you beat Ole Miss. Okay. You know, you're just like, and then you beat Tennessee. Those are three, you know. Well,
0: and what's been so great about Clinton is just watching the fans start to believe again in our football team. Sam Pittman's brought that to us. That's something we've watched. Something we got to really see this last year. We legitimately went into every game, and I really – like, I believe we can beat anybody, okay? I'm, I'm the consummate. I'm David versus Goliath. There's yep. always a chance, okay? <clears throat> but <clears throat> even – if I thought about it realistically, every game we went into, there was a chance. Even Georgia, there was a chance. You know, I mean, if there was anybody I was worried about, it was them just because of their lines. But I still thought, you know what, if we play our best and, you know, heck, their quarterback remembers he's a walk-on, you know, maybe, you know. So that, that to me, man, is going into games knowing and just belief. And then, you know, what we're seeing with, you know, recruiting and, Everything else, I mean, just it's
1: Razorback football is it's it, the football's back. And if you listen to the national talking heads, they'll tell you that um the Pippins doing it the right way. They're like they're like they're not Arkansas football's not going anywhere. It's just it's not. It's going to be here. They're recruiting well, and we'll talk more about that later. But man, I mean, it's just nice to to for football to be back back it's not like oh you're an arkansas fan (laughs) you know you're the vanderbilt of the west no we're not
0: certainly (laughs) another sport no one has laughed at is baseball our baseball team has continued to be one of the top teams in the nation even though we haven't got that gone to omaha and won it all yet okay we're still yeah we're still coming up short there this team continues, continues, continues to be one of the top teams in the nation and respected that way. Our fans keep proving we have the best fans. We have one of the best places in the world to play baseball uh, because of the fans, because of the facilities. It's been fun to watch them play.
1: It has. And they were pretty much start to finish number one last year. Um, North Carolina State finally got them, um, and but isn't
0: it even funner to watch when you have. I'm gonna cherry pick a couple from down our list here, Clint. But go ahead. When you have a like a Cooper Cup, a guy like him who, who wasn't that his name?
1: Kevin Copps.
0: Cops, sorry, Kevin
1: Copps. You said Cooper Cup. I'm like, Wrong guy. Do we have a little wide receiver. I don't know about. <laughs>
0: We have a guy like him coming in and pitching the way he did last
1: year. I mean, national player of the year.
0: I mean, we, we hadn't seen anybody like that. I mean, that, that's Mariano Rivera stuff.
1: Yeah. He was doing. It really was because, you, you know, when Rivera would come in, Inner sandman would come play, like, well, this game's over. That's right. Well, I mean, it's like they would start playing Inter-Sandman at the end of the fifth inning, and he's like, okay. Like, use the one of the to start get two or three. I, I've never in college, college baseball is a little bit different than MLB, but I'd never seen anything like. I mean, the close thing, like you said, is Mariano Rivera. He had like a 0. 0.86 ERA. Yeah. Just something ridiculous.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and he ended up being what? A second, third round draft pick has actually done pretty good in the Padres organization. Yeah. Um, just then that was right after coming to Arkansas. I mean, leaving Arkansas, he he got, but man, you're gonna miss him. And and he just learned a new pitch. He learned that cut fastball. Yeah. Changed his career.
0: He started drinking beet juice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: from from a uh, Shroot Farms.
0: That's right. Dwight Shutz picking you up. Um, you know, and then speaking of baseball, it had a little different connection for us this year. And you know with a guy from Wu Town
1: from the Shaw Bridge slugger
0: Shawbridge Bridge slugger Caden Wallace man uh you know he's just represented so well last year as a freshman uh, played so well and, and just living up to living up to expectations and he had a lot of expectations he yeah lived up to them Continuing to do that this year a little bit, and he's he's hit pretty well. He he hasn't got those home runs yet, but he's playing some mean third base right now.
1: Yeah, he's playing great third base. You know, he played. He was one of them. You know, you you hear them football players. they like, well, this guy's too good to be standing over here by me. I got to figure out a way to get him on the field, and that's the way they did with Caden Wallace last year. You had one of the best defensive third basemen in baseball, and then you had somebody else that hit pretty good, but the way to get the most power on the field was to put him out in right field. Yeah. So, I mean, he can pretty much play anywhere in the outfield, can play third base. He played third base in high school, and I guess that's where they they found the spot for him this year. But, man, our hometown, just in general. I mean, some big things have happened this year. Greenboro, Arkansas. Me and Travis both classed in 1994 at Greenboro High School. I mean, big things. Number one, you got Caden Walls. Yeah. Starting, I mean, pretty much – True freshman start. He he's going to play this year and next year. He's going to get drafted extremely high. Yeah. You know, um he uh I remember Robert telling me a couple of years ago, he goes, man, you need to get over to Green and watch Caden Wallace. He's something special to me, something fun, special to watch. Yeah. Um, but I mean he's one of them high school, I mean he like batted like something like six hundred in high school. He's one of them guys you're like, he gets up, you're like, just go stand over there on first. Yeah. When ain't when he's gonna play with you. Um but we also had an Olympian.
0: Well, and is his in Wallace's same family. Yeah. Like they're getting together at grandma's house together. His his cousin, um our first name. Browning. Kaylee. Kaylee Browning. She yeah. She goes to the Olympics and uh doesn't get the gold, got the silver, but mm. still
1: and as Kyle Malvin will tell you, ain't nothing wrong with silver.
0: That's right, ain't nothing wrong. With silver. <laughs> uh, she did a great job um, representing well. She's worked hard over the years. Her dad, I know, has put a lot of effort into helping her get to where she's at. And then, not only that, man, uh, our <laughs> football team at Greenbrier had the best season
1: ever. Yeah. They, they, they had a great, they had a great team. I know you've talked about the between two mats, Matt Wilcox, and what's the other Matt's name? I forget his name but well, not important. I feel bad. Matt, whatever your name is, I didn't mean to disrespect you, but I did, right. <laughs> but we went to high school with Matt Wilcox. So I, it's, uh, but you know, they, they said Matt Wilcox when he was coaching, Pee-wee with Greenbrier and Bologna. He's like, guys, y'all stay together, y'all be playing for state title. And then this was they happened to run into the state champion in the semis. I think everybody can agree the two best football teams in that classification were Pulaski Academy and Greenbrier. And and they were. I mean, but Pulaski Academy is the juggernaut, they are for a reason. Um, they got a guy like Anthony Lucas coaching them for a reason. But it was it was just that team was special. Yeah, Wilcox did get hurt, and it, you don't want to use that as an excuse why you lost, but it's the reality of the situation because Pulaski Academy beat the Greenbrier that was in front of them that day. So, but man, but a heck of a season, a semifinal run, undefeated regular season. I mean, just trounced Volonia. Um, uh, you know, so and Valonia was maybe the third-best team in the state. Yeah, they were good. So, but, man, heck of a year for Greenbrier Athletics, really, when you think about it. You know, you got Browning, an Olympian, Caden Wallace starting for the Razorbacks. Football had a good run. Cooper Wilcox, the starting quarterback, signed a scholarship, played for University of Central Oklahoma.
0: Now, I will say, Clint, people in Greenbrier don't need to get used to having a football season like they just had. No, because uh, they're moving up to 6A and um, they're going into the fire Is they're going to be with who, who all is it? PA
1: El Dorado, El Dorado I think, El
0: Dorado, um, Greenwood. Um, who else was it? I mean, there's several. Do you remember what
1: you remember what we were? Do you remember what classification we were when we were in high school? 2A. 2A. Yeah. Of course, that that's biggest. The, that's the deceptive. That's it's deceptive because back then, back in 1994, there was class B, which was your basketball-only schools, yeah. your Guy Perkins, then you had Mayflower, the class A, then your Greenbrier. Yeah. Then you had your bigger schools with three A, and then your huge schools, your Conway's. For and all that were four A.
0: Well, and the thing is to tell the difference a little bit, Clint. Camden at that time, well, in the early nineties, when before they consolidated schools, had two four A schools in the same town of thirteen thousand people. Okay, they had two yeah. four A Camden and Fairview, and so um, that was a you know now with the 7A, there's 16 teams, the 16 biggest schools are 7A the second 16 teams biggest schools are 6A the next 32 are 5A and then 32, 4A and then I think 3A, 2A are even bigger Um, anyway, so yeah, it's totally different now, but Greenberg does not need to get used to that 12 win seasons, uh, at least for a
1: while. No, it's going to be. They're going to have a little bit tougher time to hold. Now, Travis. Now, on this football team, this Arkansas football team, the first time in a while, we've got a legit first round draft pick. We do. Um,
0: You know, he wasn't the freak at the combine. I thought he was. I thought he was going to be. For one thing. His hands were smaller than we thought. Now, they measure the hand to the tip, and his hands, they say, aren't real long. They're wide. That's why he needs 5X gloves. Okay, so he's one of those that's like, you know, like your grandpa was with those country strong hands. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I mean, I always would get mad. My stepdad, we'd work on a truck, and I was twice his size. a lot stronger than him but we would be trying to get a bolt off and he could get it off and i couldn't you know because he he just worked with his hands all the time okay and that's that's kind of the way Traylon burke's hands are right but he still put up some good numbers and he's he's a legit first rounder man
1: um no i've seen him going anywhere from the first receiver to like the third or fourth but i he'll 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 go in the first round I saw one scenario, and I don't even think this is fair, where he falls to the Titans, and they would have him, Julio Jones and AJ Brown. Oh. Huh. I don't care. I mean, I don't care if you got Tanny Hill or not. You know, I just just you have
0: to put Clint Clark at quarterback
1: and still do. All yeah, that. you you just be you you'd be like, well, Traylon's down there. One of them down there somewhere. I'm just going to fling it. So we've also uh, in this past year, we it looks like World War Three started.
0: Yeah, man, things are crazy right now. That's a you know we try to be goofy and joke a lot, but you know it's there's some scary stuff happening right now in our world, and uh, we don't know where it's going to lead. But all I know is those gas prices are climbing. Yeah, I'm buying me a horse. The memes are wonderful. Mm I love the one someone's passing around saying, uh, "What a blessing we just got uh, approved for the loan. Now maybe we can get our tank of gas this week."
1: Yeah. there's been a there's been a bunch there's been a bunch of guys. I saw the Fred Flintstone mobile. Yeah, yeah. I saw that I one. But at
0: the time of this taping, it's like 389 down here in South Arkansas.
1: And also, if y'all paid, y'all tuned into the podcast last week, we turned into Pod 51. You didn't have to listen to a lot of it. We covered it in the very beginning there's aliens on Pluto.
0: There is a Pluto equals aliens. Aliens. We we talked about it, Clint. We talked about that many both think that there's a possibility oh, yeah. of a life form out there. Yeah. And we think that that's the conspiracy. That's why they got rid of Pluto as a planet. Because they know that's where they're at.
1: Well that's you, where they're hanging out. You gotta think about it. They're always discovering some new species of something. Like yeah. oh, this has been around for a thousand years, but we're just now discovering oh that's an alien. That's right. An alien that got loose. That's right. You just you're not fooling me, you're not fooling bigger T. That's right. We're on to you, government.
0: And once again, I, Clint, I haven't had anyone contact me about one of the
1: shirts. I, I guess we're not going to get those made. Nope. Know? I guess not. I
0: guess you know, not. You know, hey, I think a big T, bigger C, a big C, bigger T podcast shirt that says uh, aliens equals or Pluto equals aliens. Right. That's it's money. It's money.
1: I think. I'm- <laughs> yep. Money. I agree. Uh, <laughs>
0: Now, Clint, this this year also. Uh,
1: this is my favorite one to put on the outline. This one right here.
0: I knew it was. Is that, you know, we we did our little trivia, kind of like, you know, myself and Robert have competed on the Buzz's Clergy Bow before. And so we kind of, you know, it's just a sports trivia deal. And so we decided just to do our own little sports trivia contest a couple of times. And you won both of them. I did. Congratulations, Clamp.
1: Um <laughs> I, won, I won nothing <laughs> except for bragging. Right? The big winner. Right? Yahoo for me.
0: You did well. Oh. You did well. You fought hard. You, you dug into the cesspool and had more
1: information. I tried to – you know, I just gave it 110%, and good Lord willing, I can help the ball club. Um, yeah, yeah. No, but – no, it was fun. I've just I, – I, I've always been, like, really – you know, good when it comes to trivia. That's why I was so salty. We talked about this, about how our librarian, Mrs. Hartwick, wouldn't let me compete and let one less compete in battle the books. Yeah. Because she thought we'd fall too much. And I sit there listen I'm like, how can y'all not know this? Yeah. Like I haven't even read these books and I know these answers. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. So I it's know, good you to be
0: good there, but you know, and, and normally I tend to mess it up when I go into things like that. I never I'm not a big winner a lot of times on things like that. Except this year in the Pick'em Contest.
1: Yeah, you won it. Your boy.
0: Hey, I defeated a worthy opponent in yourself. I defeated some awesome guest pickers we had. And i got to say, I beat our moms. You did. I did. Um even yet, I had one where i shot the moon i picked all
1: 10 correct no and i had to put that in there because that was that was in that was impressive because you know you had that one guy and i was i was I, I was telling my son what a parlay was yeah and and uh and i was telling about that guy in uh the bet all the nfl games i said he gets to the last one and the brother had picked the lines to win
0: yeah
1: yeah I like, you know he had to look at that and go Ugh. Jared golf.
0: Well, we've, we've had some other things, some, some fun stuff, Clint. We, we learned who Pole Assassin was.
1: We did learn who Pole Assassin was. And Dude, that was my – I think, you know, we talked about we had guest pickers, and there's a few of them we had on for the entire episode. We had Jumbo on for the entire episode, and that was the Pole Assassin episode. Yeah. And I think Jumbo's reaction to Pole Assassin and me telling that story was one of my favorite yeah. guys. If kids, if you don't have not not kids, adults, if you have if, if you don't know who Paul assassin is, Google it, yeah. <laughs> Google it, and then tell it. <laughs> Clint says you're well.
0: Yeah, it's uh,
1: but don't do it unless you're over 18.
0: Yeah, yeah be, just be careful, but uh, yeah,
1: don't use Paul your work. browser.
0: was uh, <laughs> I had a pet monkey and uh, she, she Any, worked in gentlemen's clubs. She was the girlfriend of a Texas football coach.
1: Special teams coordinator, I believe.
0: And uh, at a Halloween get together thing, her monkey bit a kid. And it's her, and it was her uh, mental health monkey, right? The emotional support monkey. emotional support monkey. Yeah. That's that story. Just, I mean, that's. I
1: mean, you can make this up, but no one would believe it.
0: Yeah. Um. And, and Clint, we, you know, now we we talked about it already a little bit, but you know, the recruiting at Arkansas right now.
1: It's on a whole other level.
0: It's amazing.
1: You know, I, I was bored at work today and I Googled. Um, I hope none of my bosses are listening to this podcast. Um, but I I Googled um 23, 2023 NBA mock draft. Just three giggles. Yeah. Nick Smith, like going number five. They got Jordan Walsh at seventeen. Guys ain't even played a dribble a basketball for Arkansas yet. Wow. And you got two. You got one sure fire lottery pick and another one that's borderline. Yeah. Um. And now, and I also saw Anthony Black, who we're still, wearing in the mix That's for If I was gambling, I would say he's going to Texas. Yeah. But, but he's also, he's, he's there too. You know, he, they got him. So there's a chance three lottery picks, two, anywhere from two to three lottery picks, you know. Hey, and then I
0: was listening to Trey Biddy today and. You know, this weekend the football team had a stud quarterback from Georgia, uh, Malachi something. Uh, it's a highly rated uh, quarterback coming in. You know, as a possible recruit that looked good. Uh, all three of uh, baseball, basketball, and football are ranked in the top five for their next draft class. Now. Football is going to fall out of that once the blue chip schools start getting their blue chip commitments. But still, man, for them to be ranked that high right now,
1: yeah, that's amazing. It, no, it, no, I don't care if it's if it's day, if it's like a month in the recruiting or however far in the recruiting it is, to have that many, to have a recruiting class that high, is still is still just we've never seen it. And I think that just shows you – you give Pittman time to build those relationships, yeah. and, he, and he's and he's going to do it. You know, I think Pittman's one of them guys people want to play for. Yeah. Um, Dave Van Horn. You, you, Dave Van Horn has proven he can get you to the major leagues. Yeah. You want to get drafted, you want to play professional baseball, play for Dave Van Horn. Yeah. Um, you know, and when you have uh, Steve Kerr come out and talk about how well Arkansas prepared him for the NBA, Moses Moody, for the NBA. You know, that – That if I'm Eric Musselman, I have that on – I have that saved one of my favorites on YouTube. Oh, he I go to a recruit's ready. home and go, hey, listen, to Steve Kerr.
0: He's already sent it to every recruit he's got on his list. Yeah, yeah. Well, and Clint, you know, over the last year, we've also had lots of good interviews, lots of good guests. You know, with the Pick'em, we had someone different on each week. We had – your brother, we had Jumbo. We had uh, had Pi- Trey day all day every day. We had, we had um, uh, you know guy that works with you. What's it, what was his name? Oh, Dustin. Dustin. We had uh my buddy Adam. My buddy Matt Has uh you know uh, some great some great guests, right? And then we you know we've you know here recently we've done some great interviews that. Folks, if y'all haven't watched them or listened to them yet, go and get, we'll listen to, to the Dion Holloman interview. Go and listen to the Danny Bing and Dream interview. Sorry, I don't if you want to call him Danny Bing. Danny Dream interview.
1: Chandler Bing.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's why I keep messing up again.
1: We could have it, we could probably get him on here. Yes, yeah. You ain't doing nothing.
0: Go back and listen to those, okay? Go, go back on our pages and, and listen to those. those. Those are so good, and you're going to learn so much. You're going to be inspired by those guys. And uh, we hope to bring some more like that to you as we go down the line. Um, now, at the beginning, though, Clint, if you remember, if you go back in the way, way back machine at the beginning of the year, we started out each day. We, we had a segment each week, and we asked, what guests would we like to get, right? On our, on our, you know, that might might be a somewhat realistic guess. Okay, now one of them I think both of us wanted to get that we got was Bill Buckner. Our head. We our did, I,
1: dude. I love the Buckner interview.
0: Our old high school football coach, but you know, mine was always guiding Jeff Nichols, who's a writer, producer of movies. He did Mud, uh, Loving. Um, uh, Midnight Express. He, he's done some really good movies. I want to pitch the guy movie idea I have okay? <laughs> about the Mod Crawford story. If you don't know what Mod Crawford, the disappearance of Mod Crawford, legal disappearance of Mod Crawford.
1: Didn't you tweet him and he tweets you back or message him and he messaged you back?
0: No, that was someone else. That was another guy okay. that, that does. That does uh, well, I've slept things. since then. But, uh, like I can't find a way to get if I if, if he was on social media I would I would have already right. tried that route. But anyway, so we never got we never have got him. We never got Judd Apatow. Judge Reinhold,
1: Ray McKinnon.
0: Yeah, Judge Reinhold. Judge Reinhold, that's what I was thinking Judd Apatow.
1: Yeah, like Judd Apatow, I mean, he's he's a little big for us. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Judge Reinhold, that was the one. Uh but hey, you never know.
1: There's- no, no, you never know. And I'd love to have Bryce on sometime. I think yep. Bryce may be a little big for us now. You know, when you're top ten welterweight in the world, I guess.
0: Well, I sent him a tweet today. Oh, did you? Yeah, he, he put he put on Twitter he said, uh, who should I challenge next or something like that? And I said you're telling You telling me. I said you should challenge the Big C Bigger T podcast. And then I I linked the uh Danny Drain episode to it. Oh, there you go. Anyway, we'll
1: no, I time. probably, no, no, real talk. I could probably get, you know, I'd love to interview Roly sometime, which is pretty much his head coach yeah. now. Rolly um, yeah. well, was actually there when I got my black belt. Cool. Uh, so, yeah. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. But I'd love to, he's one of them that I would love to sit down and talk to sometime. And then, Clint,
0: we had a little gimmick at the beginning that we would talk about sponsors that would be fitting for our show, okay? Potted meat. We've had one sponsor, hometown roofing, and and look, just to clear the clear the air, the books. Okay, we are paid podcasters, and you do you want to know how much we've been paid? Yeah. Well, about three or four meals.
1: <laughs> yeah, I
0: mean, <laughs> Robert's been kind enough to buy us dinner a few times. I think a lunch one time for me. So when he was down here visiting, okay, so that's, that's what we've been paid. And so we talk about hometown roofing for all your roofing needs, wood, it's shingles.
1: You the thing clean. that goes around the chimney. Yeah, that's right, yeah.
0: But, you know, we thought, hey, well, maybe we could get some other companies, you know, that, that, you know, that would be on our level, would be on our level. we came up with, I thought, some pretty good ideas.
1: There's some great ones.
0: Um, you know, I think.
1: Egg crates.
0: With potted meat.
1: Yeah, potted meats, egg crates. Those little peanut butter candies that you get from Halloween that no one likes to eat.
0: That's right, yeah. (laughs) Um, none of them have called, though, Clint.
1: Three-in-one body wash, shampoo, conditioner combos.
0: That's right. (laughs) Yeah, that, um. I don't I don't understand it. They haven't called. Oh well. Oh well. Now Clint. So we've we've kind of gone through this whole year, okay? And and we're you know, we're kinda of getting close to we need to start wrapping up here, but it has been a great year. It's been a great fifty two episodes.
1: It has been.
0: What's next?
1: World domination. <laughs> I'm going to blow up and act like I don't know any of you. That's what's going to happen.
0: Blow up and act like I don't know
1: nobody. Look, we we enjoy
0: doing this. We're having a good time doing it. And once again, we do it. um, We hope you enjoy listening. We hope it gives you something to think about. We hope it gives you something to talk to your friends about. We hope it helps you as you build friendships. With, with your best friends, and as y'all talk about things, and you talk about how dumb we are for things we said and did, whatever you want to do, we're here for you. Um, but we, we are thankful, so thankful to be able to do this. And for those of y'all that do download and listen, please share, like it, leave reviews, all that good stuff. Um, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify. Or Apple Podcasts, subscribe to it so it downloads automatically onto your phone or whatever you listen to podcasts on. And uh, we would love to have you. We we don't know what this year will hold, Clint.
1: No, we do know Travis is on. Um, is on Farmers Only.
0: That's
1: right.
0: (laughs) Farmers Only. But,
1: but guys, we don't. I mean, we joke about being paid podcasters. We we don't care about making money off this. We, we, we really we do it because we love it and we and we hope that we entertain you in some ways even if it's making fun of my misfortune in getting the time and temperature number instead of an actual lady's phone number uh-huh. um i mean it, it to me it's just like hey this is we love doing this it, and we hope we hope that you get something out of it you know maybe now and then you know we can inspire you. Maybe we can make you laugh. Maybe we can hit you with some knowledge. But today we just hope you entertain and you enjoy and you enjoy listening to this because yeah. we we enjoy doing it. And and thank you guys. Thank you guys. You know, our, our, our views are what they are. Um, we're not doing awful, we're not doing great, we're not setting the world on fire. But guys, the, for all of you that take time an hour a week, hour and 15 minutes a week to pay attention to listen to us talk. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts.
0: Everyone means a lot to us. Every, yeah. every, click,
1: every click means a lot. Yeah, and I, and I love getting texts and I love getting messages um, and that. Travis, I see you have a baseball bat behind you. Is that signed by anybody?
0: I think it's by the old, like an old softball team in oh. the church.
1: It'd been cool if it was signed by Randy Jackson.
0: That was here when I got here. Yeah. I had a church <laughs> member make this for me. Oh, that's nice thing. He, he etched that out and made the frame for it. It looks pretty cool. I like it. I got my uh, Make Me Look Smart books over there. Oh. The people that helped me move said uh, they were not going to help me move anymore because I had too many books. So, so, accumulate lots and lots of books. They. So
1: and I don't have house any house books, house not one.
0: Leather brown books.
1: <laughs> in my apartment, smells of rich mahogany.
0: Well, y'all, Clint, once again, number 52, it's in the bag, baby. Woo! It's in the books. It's done. Thank y'all so much, Clint. Love you, brother. You're the man. No. Enjoy doing this with you. Couldn't see myself doing it with anybody else. It's a joy, it's a pleasure every week to get to do this and hang out with you through the Zoom machine each week. Folks, have a great week. Be great, do something great. In the words of Jon Stewart, don't just check things off a list, live them. Have a good week.
1: Bye. Hey.